I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Jackie where she is going to share how to monetize your social media accounts, specifically Instagram. Hey Jackie, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thank you so much for giving us a lot of tips on this episode, but before you do that, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Of course, I you know, left my job in nine to five, 10 years ago. And since then, I've just been kind of defining life as I want to and creating life and opportunities around my happiness. I My ultimate goal is to always be as happy as I possibly can. And in creating a business around Instagram and a business around my expertise and knowledge, I think that I'm living the ultimate offbeat life. You are a really interesting person, Jackie, because you are very creative in how you are monetizing yourself. So before you became a travel blogger and an Instagrammer and an influencer, you actually had your own consulting business. So you were able to take a lot of the lessons you learned as an entrepreneur into this business that you have now in the travel industry. And one of the main ways you're able to create income is through social media and specifically Instagram. Can you give us some tips on how you were able to do that? To be honest, it's amazing how Instagram happened. Like I said on our original interview, I never started my Instagram with the intention of monetizing it. I started it with the intention of solely sharing my photos, my travel photos from around the world. And then being that I do have a business background, as I was following other accounts, actually um, one of the first accounts that I saw monetizing their Instagram was Brooke Sayward. She's World of Wanderlust. And I remember looking at what she was doing and thinking to myself, I'm fully capable of doing this. And that's when I just started. And I think that over the last few years, I've gotten a little bit lost trying to emulate other people's accounts or trying to be someone that I'm not. And any time that I was having these internal conflicts with the content I was posting was when I struggled the most to get brand deals. So I think the number one thing to to know and to remember when trying to monetize your Instagram or your social medias or your blog is to always be authentically yourself, always be 100% you, because there are a million girls who are posting in pretty pastels, but there's only one of you. And The other thing that people think for whatever reason is that there's only X amount of brand deals. And that just isn't true. There are literally millions of opportunities for you to work with different brands, for brands that make sense for you to work with. So I think that, you know, trying to be someone you're not or trying to create content that isn't aligned with who you are is... I think that that's the worst thing that you could do for your brand is to, you know, try to be someone you're not. And when you are being yourself, brands will naturally come to you. And when they do come to you and it happens, they just pop up in your email or they pop up in your DMs. One of the biggest things that you need is 
just some basic business knowledge. I think that one of the strongest things for my platforms and the one of the things that have helped me secure the deals that I've had is my business background. I know how to work with brands. I know how to work on contracts. I know how to talk to people in a business manner. And unfortunately, there is a very serious lack of basic business knowledge in the blogging community. And just honing in on an article, perhaps like on entrepreneur.com or something like that, and, and looking into content that is around, is circulating around running a business, how to talk to people is really important. What would you say would be the best thing that you actually took from your past businesses? Like, for example, you're talking about contracts and also talking to brands. What would be the best thing that somebody can take from you if they're just starting this out or even if they're already doing it and they're just really confused on how to approach a brand? I think it would be the negotiation process. So let's say a brand is coming to you, Debbie, just for an example, and they want what's equivalent of 20 hours of work and they're looking to pay you $500 to do it. And you think $500 sounds like a good amount of money, but when you do the math over what you're getting paid hourly, it's not that good. And I think being able to negotiate and also knowing your value and what your time is worth is super important. And I think that some people will agree to do work, not realizing what they're getting themselves into, or alternatively, and perhaps even worse, will get into work knowing how much it is solely because they were scared to speak up for themselves and say, hey, you know, the work that you're asking for is something I'm fully capable of, but at a rate of 2,500, not 500. And another thing is brands their job is to keep their costs down. So when they offer you something, they're going to lowball you from the beginning. And another piece of advice that I I got from someone years ago was that everything in life is a negotiation point. So no matter what it is, you can negotiate it. I mean, maybe you're not going to go into H&M and negotiate down the price on a price tag in that store. But if someone's coming to you and offering you ABC in exchange for DEF, you can totally say to them, no, like I need X, Y, and Z to cover that. And I feel like so many people are afraid to lose the deal that they would rather work for less than stand up for themselves. And that's just, it's really, it's an unhealthy kind of way to set up working And it's creating unhealthy stereotypes in the community of Instagram. And, you know, can you believe ABC did the work for that amount of money? And, you know, don't do that for free. And there's a lot of things that I feel like we need to kind of create like the guidelines of what we're capable of doing because so many people are willing to undervalue themselves just to get the contract. And it's it's really unfortunate to see. Absolutely. And I think it's also, if we think about it this way, right? When you were at your nine to five, you worked a certain amount, 
right? And it's the same thing with your business. If anything, you should be charging more than when you left your nine to five because oh. now this is your business. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yes. why why should you leave your nine to five if you're gonna work for less? That's not how it should be, right? You the may as well have not worth it. It's yes, just, exactly. Take your freedom after 5 p.m. or on the weekends. It, <laughs> it, 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 truthfully, because I can't tell you how many times I undervalued myself and I thought I could be at work working a job and I could leave work on Friday night and not think about work again until Monday morning, which when you're self-employed, you cannot turn that off. Mm-hmm. So if you're not if you're not valuing yourself, you're going to learn, you're going to earn to regret that. And it's yeah. going to, it's just going to implode and you're going to find yourself searching, you know, for job applications and things of that sort, because you, you will burn out really quickly if you don't value yourself and your work. Absolutely. It's really, really true. And so crucial not to do that to yourself. And believe me, if you're asking for what you're worth, your clients are going to know that you are top dollar and you're worth it. If you undervalue yourself, you are cheapening yourself out and you are going to get the type of clients that are actually more of a pain than someone who really values your work and appreciates the type of work you do and they will trust you more. You know what I mean? It's just so spot on. It's, it's, you know, it's the type of clients that you also want. Do you want someone who just wants cheap labor or someone who will give you top dollar and who wants good work? And the thing is, yes, you may not have as much clients, but the thing is you're making more money. So that means you don't have to do 10 times the work. You're doing less work for more money. hundred <laughs> percent. And you know, it's funny, you, you bring up such a valid point because truthfully, in the contracts in the past with Instagram and with my social media, anytime a brand has undervalued me financially, I've gone to hate the contract. It, <laughs> it's, it always ends up being more work. It becomes a headache. It becomes a frustration. And then I have clients where they straight off the bat, they come to me and they're offering me, you know, double or triple my rates from the beginning because brands do see the value of your your content and your work. And that's something else you need to remember. If they're coming to you and they're saying, hey, we want to work with you on this, it means they like your style and they like your work and they're willing to pay for it. And when they do, and it, it just it's almost like um, a synchrony. It's like when they value you, you value yourself and you're able to create better content. And some of the best contracts I've had and the most seamless contracts I've had have been the highest paying contracts. And some of the worst contracts I've had and the biggest headaches I've had have been for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> so, so it, it, you know, those things, they make sense for a reason. <laughs> it's really true. And believe me, learn from all of our mistakes. We've been there. We've done it. And don't undervalue yourself because if you do good work, you deserve and you earn that top dollar. Well, thank you so much, Jackie, for giving us all of these amazing tips. Of course. Thank you for having me. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? I'm at Get Lost with Jackie on Instagram on Facebook, 
on YouTube and Pinterest. I'm getlostwithjackie.com. You can find my email there if you want to shoot me an email. And then if you want to kind of follow me, be unapologetically myself, I'm the Blonde Nomad on both Twitter and Instagram. That's where I post memes. That's where I post my anti-Trump hate <laughs> and um, anything that that might make you... Um, cringe a little bit will be found there <laughs> <laughs> that means that's where we all should all go <laughs> thank you jackie i really appreciate all of the tips that you gave us of course thank you so much i hope you enjoyed this extended interview with jackie make sure to visit the offbeatlife.com again that's the offbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how leaving a fortune 500 company led to the creation of a successful travel and lifestyle blog thanks for joining me on this extended interview don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on itunes we can also chat some more on facebook at the ob live i'll talk to you soon